How's it going, guys? It is Wednesday, December 4th. This week on the podcast, I have the CEO and co-founder of Roll, Bradley Miles and Sid Kala. Roll is actually a really interesting project where they're exploring this aspect of social money. We go into a lot of depth on what it is and how it works, and this project is actually backed by some very interesting people, such as Gary Vaynerchuk, Arthur Hayes, David Tedman. So I think you guys are going to enjoy this episode, and I think you guys are going to really enjoy what Roll is actually offering. As always, don't forget to subscribe if you have not already, and share this episode with somebody that you think would like to learn more about blockchain, or in this case, would like to learn more about Roll or social money. Enjoy. This is the Block Hash Podcast. All right, Bradley, Sid, how are you guys doing? Hey, Brandon, doing great. How are you? Hey, Brandon. Very good. Glad to have you guys on to talk about Roll today. And to get started for the audience and for the listeners on the podcast, tell me a little bit about uh, your guys' background and how you got um, into the crypto space. Yeah, so I'll go first. Uh, so I got my start uh, in the middle middle of this decade, around 2015, 2016. Uh, I was one of the founding researchers at uh, CoinDesk, which you know still is one of, one of the leading uh, publications in the blockchain space. Uh, when I jumped in, there were only about five people. There was no sort of research lead. Uh, so what I did is collect all of the information that would come in daily um, and um, basically um, publish a quarterly report at the end of uh, every quarter, every 90 days, called the State of Blockchain Report. And uh, my job was really to make the space uh, easy enough for everyone to understand. Uh, investors, uh, other founders would kind of, uh, you know, read Coindesk at the end of every quarter and get get caught up on uh, everything that happened. And uh, yeah, I'll talk about Roland a little bit as well after Sid introduces himself to you. Yeah, so I've been in the space around, um, kind of been a researcher since around 2013 or so. Um, I got my start writing a bit more, diving into the um, like the Bitcoin analytics and on-chain data. Uh, so this was something that was new for the financial financial world. It was the kinds of data sets that you wouldn't normally get to see. Um, and then um, slowly expanded into uh, into other cryptocurrencies as those came up. So we um, so the researcher at uh, Smith and Crown was freelancing for CoinDesk as well, which is kind of where we met. Uh, as well. And uh, a lot of like what I was doing was um, kind of digging really deeper into the protocol, the economics, uh, like what makes sense, like how are things like tokens similar and different from um, like existing concepts that already exist in the world and um, things of that nature. Very cool. How did you guys meet each other? Yeah, yeah. So I think it was around uh, 2016, 2017. And uh, the editor of uh, Coindesk at that time, uh, Great guy Pete Rizzo uh, connected us for uh, one of the blockchain research projects we're doing at CoinDesk. I look at CoinDesk articles they put out all the time. What was it like working there? It was great. Yeah. Uh, so, so when I got there, it was a super small team. I was literally, uh, you know, the sixth person there. Uh, some researchers came in after. You know, I visited um, Pete Rizzo, who uh, left CoinDesk unfortunately a few months ago. I visited him about you know six or eight months ago, and uh, yeah, there are twenty-seven people now. Uh, so it's just crazy to watch, um, you know, what happened with the space and, and uh, CoinDesk mm-hmm. as, a, as an organization just sort of evolve into kind of this massive force. Yeah, they've, they've definitely had a huge footprint on the, the crypto space in terms of like news and whatnot. And there's not a whole lot of that out there. But yeah, it's cool. You got to work there. With your guys' experience and background, how did that really lead you guys into 
into role in starting it? Yeah, well, I think we've always kind of as researchers been fascinated with this idea of more people having access to the space and the space in general being a less opaque thing, um, being more clear for, I guess, the everyday person to understand. And we've always been really fascinated um, specifically by this, this idea of digital communities and the communities that sort of assemble on the web. You know, wouldn't it be cool if uh, the value that they held was actually independent uh, from the platforms that they use. Um, and in general, wouldn't it be even cooler if we're actually able to um, port the digital value that they create across a series of networks? And so things like the Ethereum blockchain make that uniquely possible. And that started to get myself and said pretty excited on the possibilities of building what we call a blockchain infrastructure for social money uh, mm-hmm. and social money point is, 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 is a term we've sort of uh, uh, labeled as a branded uh, Ethereum ERC-20 tokens. Uh, so Sid can talk a little bit about the economic parameters that we put in place there uh, that every person that's issued with us uh, holds. So at this point, Roll has a little over um, a little over 1,000 users, and uh, we've minted social money for uh, over 40 individuals as well. Yeah. How does this social money work exactly? Yeah, so the idea, as Bradley was mentioning, so the idea with social money was um, that communities that generate value online should also be able to hold on to that. Um, And that's a bit not true in today's world. So you have 100 plus billion dollar companies that whose whole job is to aggregate, kind of be these aggregators and that hold, uh, that, that do hold that value that's being generated online. So with social money, the idea is that um, you, you can diffuse that value within your community, uh, kind of independent of, of, of a platform. Um, that also like really showcases the power of blockchain and like why this should be built on, on a protocol like Ethereum as opposed to you know central database that we hold. Uh, so I think a lot of combinations of that and then combine that with the long-term economics that we have in place at Roll, um, kind of like really makes it makes the community sustainable from a value perspective for the long term. Yeah, that's very interesting. What what type of communities are you guys looking to provide this to? Like cuz I know there's plenty of like dap communities and I know there's pl- plenty of like online groups of people. Um like w- what kind of community are you guys mostly like looking to target? Yeah, you know, so um, b- before we uh, launched a few months ago, uh, we raised some venture capital from a series of folks. We thought it'd be interesting if we mixed it up a little bit. Uh, so we have investors like Gary Vaynerchuk, the CEO of VaynerMedia, um, kind of better known as Gary V mm-hmm. online, and also uh, Arthur Hayes, the CEO of uh, BitMEX as well. Uh, these are some of the investors as role, in role as well as uh, traditional venture funds. And... Um, you know, we started thinking about the traditional influencer category, and then we realized um, in order for something like social money to have real value, uh, the community itself would really need to believe in the concept of digital currency specifically. Uh, so we looked at a few areas, and we were pretty fascinated by um, uh, uh, an area of the space, uh, you know, uh, uh, called crypto art now, so mm-hmm. uh, people making NFT-based art. Um, a, a lot of that uh, is gathered, bought, and sold um, on, on OpenSea. I know you had a, a, one of the founders on, on the show as well, and so a lot of a lot of uh, 
a lot of individuals that are making crypto art uh, have minted their own social money with us. So if you're to go on Twitter and type in, you know, dollar sign skull, dollar sign doom, uh, dollar sign mm, dollar sign hue, uh, you'll find um, a lot of posts and material uh, from from folks uh, that have made their own social money. Folks like uh, Skinny and and Mighty Moose and uh, X Copy and uh, Connie Digital. These were some of the early folks that minted uh, their own social money with us. They've now built these huge communities um, literally across the web, whether it's Discord, Twitter, uh, other platforms of people that hold their social money. So uh, they've given um, folks their, their own branded social money um, as a way to reward uh, social actions. And, you know, the users that now hold that social money, they could then spend it. Um, on pieces of art. Uh, we've seen things like uh, shout outs and other virtual worlds, uh, crypto voxels for one. Um, and we're slowly moving into a few other categories as well. Sid can talk a little bit about that and, and uh, how some of the communities are working as well. Yeah, definitely. No, it was really interesting um, bringing up crypto artists and how that, how that benefits them in a lot of ways, um, minting their own social money. So I know a lot of them are very focused on NFTs and how they can protect their work and their IP and whatnot, but I haven't heard it from from that perspective. So that's very cool. Yeah. So part of the NFT stuff is um, what they so, so some actually many of the artists that Bradley mentioned uh, have some unique pieces that they offer only in their social money, as that kind of makes that community and access kind of putting that front and center of of the work that they already do in the NFT space. So that's that's been really great to watch. When, when are you guys like launched already, or are you guys still um, working out the kinks or where are you guys at? Yeah, so we're in a bit of a private beta. Uh, you can go to tryroll.com to learn uh, some more information. You can also jump on our mailing list. Uh, we try and uh, send out an email every month uh, to, to folks on that mailing list. Uh, but even though we're in private beta, uh, you know, we launched a few months ago, a um, little over a thousand users using Roll right now. We've minted social money with a little over 40 creators from the crypto art. Uh, as well as the streaming space uh, as well. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been a really wild ride. Uh, what's next for us um, is basically uh, minting with a few more issuers and then potentially bridging uh, these digital communities uh, more into the blockchain world. Have you guys considered like working more closely with like OpenSea, for example? Because I know that there's a lot of different communities through those dApps on Ethereum on open sea that could probably really benefit from this because i know they've really explored nft creation but i don't know if they've explored the idea of social money yet yeah so we're pretty close to the um the folks at open sea um, and one of the ways we collaborate with open sea already right now is um, some of the artists who have issued on roll also have their own contract on open sea so you can actually use your social money that um you know that you've built that community with and now the community holds a big part of your social money and that community can now go to OpenSea and buy some listed artworks from those artists and you can do this today right now so some of the social money that we just mentioned whether it's hue or skull uh, these are actual payment mechanisms on OpenSea uh, for the specific contract of, uh, of those crypto art creators okay got it regarding the actual process um, with role how, do, how does that work? So if I had a community and I want to mint my own social money, what would I do? Yeah, so uh, on, on the um, so two layers to this, the one is like what happens on the blockchain. 
and one is what happens at the application layer, which also Roll provides. So, so on, on the blockchain level, what happens is like we uh, a, a big part of um, kind of why creators like joining Roll is there's a set expectation from the community, from the creators, and there's a set supply schedule and economic parameters are standardized across all social money. So if you were to come on roll right now, like our smart contracts are going to enforce that there's a maximum of 10 million of your social money that will ever exist. And that's you know, written in the smart contracts. It's not something we can change arbitrarily or you can change either. Um, the other thing uh, that happens is you get upfront only 2 million of your social money with the intention of distributing it to the existing community. And the rest of it is vested over a period of three years. Um, and uh, that also is something that's taken care of by our smart contracts and not something um, that we can arbitrarily change. Uh, so what that lets people do is really know the uh, the supply side parameters of every social money that's ever issued on, on Roll. Um, from the application perspective, uh, because we are going, the, even though we go after many, uh, like our markets right now, let's say people in the crypto art community, um, they also have an overlap with um, the more traditional space who just like it for the art and um, may or may not be so involved in the crypto side. Um, and uh, we just want to make it as easy as possible for everyone to hold and benefit from social money, uh, irrespective of if they are native to the crypto space or not. Um, and so we have an application layer on top, which is which completely abstracts all of the underlying mechanics uh, if you if you choose to do that. And uh, it's a simple process of just signing up, uh, submitting a proposal, which just happens on our smart contracts on the on just through the application through an onboarding process. Um, and then once the token gets minted, you just get an email saying, "Hey, this is this is ready and live." And from there, you can do basic things like you know withdraw it to your own uh, MetaMask address. Uh, you can deposit it back on Roll if if you see something interesting going on on Roll. Uh, so pretty much whatever you can uh, you can do in the crypto space. Yeah, so we've made um, distributing social money, you know, literally as easy as sending a message. So if you were a creator on Roll, uh, whether it's for your podcast or, or for yourself personally, and you had um, you had your own social money, you'd literally develop a link uh, that could be sent out anywhere you could send a message, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, uh, Discord, or Telegram. Okay, very cool. Yeah, it sounds like you guys are making it fairly seamless to do this too, which is really important. Yeah, that's a big part of um, the way we are th we think about about the product as well, um, because again, in an ideal scenario, uh, social money exists natively on all internet platforms, uh, but that's that's a very that's a far off goal, and we would obviously love to integrate with all of the major services, uh, but that's not going to happen tomorrow. So the simplest way we found where just regular folk who may not be in the crypto space at all uh, can just sign up, join, and benefit from this would just be like a simple, you know, this is my username, this is my password into this app that people are aware of. Um, and then the, the the way you do that is literally by clicking on a link. And you could have gotten that link via a DM on Twitter or a message on Discord. And the platform then becomes completely immaterial. So do they have to do this like online or on a computer or desktop, or can you do this through your phone, like on an app or something? Yeah, yes. yeah. So so we currently have a Roll app uh, on, uh, on on the Apple iOS store, uh, the Apple App Store. So you just type in Roll Social Money and uh, download it. Um, and from there, yeah, if you're a creator, if you have a creator login, you can create your own, um, your own links to send out social money. 
And um, if you're a user, uh, you can use it to claim and send social money as well and, and, and purchase some of the products that people have created with their own social money. So what are the next steps for you guys at Roll or when do you guys get out of beta? Yeah, so so uh, so some of the next steps at Roll, uh, so we, we've, we're really excited about the way people are purchasing products with social money. Um, but if you were to go to Roll right now, um, there's no clear way to figure out how to earn social money. You, you'd basically already have to be a part of the community. You'd already have to follow the creator, whether it's on Twitter, Discord, uh, wherever, and find the ways sort of in the wild, we say, uh, to get their social money. Uh, so something you'll see, you know, um, in, in, uh, in the near future are uh, ways to earn social money uh, directly on Roll. This is to say you can go to Roll and find the actions that you need to do that the creator values in order to earn their social money. And then a bit about the vision of Roll, you know, what we hope to accomplish in the next decade is really become the social money layer for the web. And what this means is social money is integrated into the platforms that we all use today uh, and the platforms that, you know, will come out in the next decade. So you can think of things like Discord and Telegram where, you know, we already have communities uh, we'd like to integrate social money pretty deeply into the fabric of how we communicate on those platforms. You could imagine a series of uh, bots, let's say, on yeah. Discord, where you could tip uh, your community in your social money or airdrop their community, or airdrop social money directly, maybe to the people who um, you know are, are typically contributing to that community in Discord. If you're a streamer, um, maybe you could sort of airdrop. Um, you know, uh, social money based on how long people have been in the stream. Um, this is the long-term vision of the company, having social money uh, work pretty deeply in the fabric of, of, uh, of the current social web and what we think the social web will be in the next decade. It sounds like you guys are opening up a very interesting area of discussion in terms of how you can use tokens and whatnot with social money. So definitely very excited for that. Before we uh, get to wrapping up, is there anything... Um, in terms of like updates or important dates that Roll has coming up in the near future or roadmap, road, roadmap updates um, that you guys want to share with the audience or the people out there or that they should be aware of? Yeah, so I think as Bradley mentioned, like one big part of, um, of what we want to do is uh, make it easier for you to, for, for your community to discover ways to, to earn social money. Um, and that's important because it, I think like really shows native to to role as to um like where the community finds finds value um so we think like that's that's a pretty important uh, like a big step in in, in in what we what we develop very cool do you, where are you guys online uh, on social media how can people find you yeah we're pretty busy on twitter if you follow the uh, at try roll hq uh twitter handle Basically, you know, daily you'll see people using social money and talking about it. Yeah, awesome. I'll, I'll definitely be sure to include the, the link and any other relevant links in the description of the episode. Guys, thanks for taking the time to come on and everything and talk about role, the idea of social money and what you can do with it to empower some of these communities, some of these DAP communities, um, online communities, uh, maybe even just individuals that have communities of their own. Um, I think it's very interesting. I think you guys really are opening up a new realm of possibilities. But yeah, thanks for coming on and sharing everything that you guys are doing at Roll. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. I'll talk to you soon.